This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. over the mm. Zoom video call mm. to stretch it out. Guys. Stretch it, yeah, really? sorry. We weren't yeah. responding to direction at, no, all. Not at all. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Really, we weren't paying attention. To fill in the, the blank. Right. Right, right. This is dead space. air. It's dead air, guys. It's dead air. Terrible radio. Oh, <laughs> dead <laughs> air. What station is y'all's show on? <laughs> <laughs> K-G-A-Y-W-201. <laughs> well, guys, we've got a bag of episode. Reese's Cups right here. Reese's for eggs. Reese's eggs. For Sorry, Easter. for Easter. Because we like to eat seasonally, Matteo. We like to eat seasonally. <laughs> Don't try to work stand-up bits in here, ma'am. Do not bring that lowbrow... No good. How dare you? Ah, just thought I'd throw that out there. All right, but really, but really, <laughs> we're here to talk about season two, episode twenty, Jack's Navy Pal. Jack's Navy Pal. Wait, is it episode twenty? I don't. Yes. Know. I think it's. Why do I feel like it? Like the the number on Pluto was different. I think they are numbered weird on Pluto. They are. Because it said episode 26, which means that they're oh. counting the first, first six season. episodes. Yeah. yeah. It probably just keeps... Okay, that makes sense. Probably just keeps going up and up as you go through the seasons. Yeah, that's I true. I would imagine. That's mm, true. Okay. Okay, now we're all straight on that. <clears throat> episode so, 20. Episode 20, season, season two. two. Jack's Navy Pal, you know, last week... Yeah, what happened last week? Last on our- week. Oh, the prediction? It was yeah. like, oh, no. next week on Three's Company. And, <laughs> and you said that uh, when Jack's Navy Pal shows up, uh, turns out to be actually gay. Oh. And it throws, oh, throws Roper into a tizzy. And then Janet and Chrissy are working overtime to cover up something. The Navy Pal has done. Mm. That sounds like such a fun episode. That yes. does. That is not this episode. But oh. you know what? If you had even come close, if you had even just tossed in there and he's blind, yeah. <laughs> I would have been amazed. Okay. For sure. I, I understand why they had to make him blind now uh, after seeing the episode, but. Wowzers! It's just like I feel like it's just like you didn't understand why that yellow lamp was there until later, and then you were like, "Oh, that's why that lamp was there." Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Oh, where did they get this new lamp? (laughs) Oh no, the new lamp! New lamp! 
up. Okay. All right. Let's just start. Let's just start at the top. All right. That's funny. Okay. So it starts the uh, the original aired version starts just a couple seconds before yeah, the Pluto TV no with Jack sitting on the couch looking at the Charleston and Ten Easy Lessons book that he starts doing uh, some some dancing. Kids, uh, the practice. Charleston was a dance that you people think kids did. Are listening to this? Shh, that people did back in the day. Yeah, back but in the twenties, the twenties, the nineteen twenties, twenties, when Jack everyone is, spoke as if they were from Fresno. Fresno. Exactly, <laughs> Fresno, California, darling. That's where we're from. Mm-hmm. By golly, the roaring twenties quality was just as bad then as it is now, and that's why we loved it when rich people were really, really rich. <laughs> oh, we loved it. <laughs> and then Jack is Jack is training in the Charleston because he's got a roaring twenties party to go to yeah, with go to Madeline a- Wentworth. Oh my god! Okay, do you guys know what twenty three skidoo means? Not literally. What does it mean? No. I was wondering. It's a phrase, and and I've heard it every time somebody talks about the 1920s. Like I remember there was this episode of I Love Lucy where Fred says "23 Skidoo," and I'm like, "What is that?" Yeah, I've definitely heard it, but I don't know what it means for real. Yeah, it means it. It generally refers to leaving quickly, being forced to leave quickly by someone else, or taking advantage of a propitious opportunity to leave. Propitious. Origin of the phrase is uncertain. 23 Skidoo has been described as perhaps the first truly national fad expression and one of the most popular fad expressions to ever appear in the U.S. to the extent that pennants and armbands at shore resorts, parks, and county fairs bore either number 23 or the word Skidoo. Okay, wait a minute. What? Hold on. So you're saying that 23 skidoo means get out of here. Getting out of somewhere. Yeah. It generally refers to leaving quickly, being yeah. forced to leave quickly by someone else or taking advantage of a propitious opportunity. Taking propitious. Advantage, Let's advantage. talk about yeah. the word propitious for just a moment. I'm not no. sure that I know what that what, what that does means. That mean? Propitious. Well, I'll tell you, at my age, I can barely reach my propitious anymore, but um, uh-huh. 23 skidoo... <laughs> Combines Look at him, two trying to slip the material. <laughs> 23 uh-huh. and skidoo, both of which independently and separately referred to leaving, being kicked out, or the end of something. 23 skidoo quickly became a popular catchphrase after its appearance in early uh, 1906 in the 1935 film Call of the Wild, starring Clark Gable and Loretta Young. Actor Jack Oakey uses the phrase 23 skidoo to remove two loud bar patrons. Does he just what? say 23 skidoo and they get out? Basically, they were, and they got to go. That's how it works. They took him yep. they took him seriously with that. He was all 23 skidoo and they were like, "Oh, yes, yes. sir." <laughs> oh shit. We're in trouble. My Goodness, what language? We better get out of here. (laughs) But what's so funny is that, like, I remember those pennants in in the in the um, episode of I Love Lucy where they're doing the Roaring Twenties themed costume party. Fred is holding a pennant that says Skidoo on it, (gasps) 
And I for sure thought that was a school, but it's not. It's just a thing that they put on on penance. All this time, Mattia wished he had gone to Skidoo U. Skidoo, <laughs> where they kick you out. Skidoo, yeah. Skidoo University. Unless well, you find a propitious opportunity. Unless you to find exploit. a propitious opportunity. What does propitious mean? I don't can know. We look up can, propitious? can you click that? Can you like right click that on your screen and define propitious? Um, I will certainly define propitious for oh you. Oh my god. <laughs> Hold on. Thank this you. And this is the segment on the show when Matteo Googles things for us. Matteo Googles do, words do, do, to give us definitions. Propitious. Giving or indicating a good chance of success. Favorable. Favorable. The timing for such a meeting seemed propitious. Okay, everyone so, has to use the word propitious this week. So you could be like... This is a really good moment for me to exit 23 Skidoo and like just yes. 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 You did it. Yeah, yes. that's, that's, a, that's a way to do it. Okay. Oh cool. Oh my God. Okay. I'm, I'm using it's getting, it's getting Wait, late, guys. you're using 23 Skidoo or you're using Propitious? I'm using 23 Skidoo. Oh, okay. And Propitious. Yeah. I'll be like, this seems like a Propitious opportunity. 23 Skidoo. Oh, I love it. Every time you say it, it's right. It's going to be great. It does sound especially good coming from you. I think oh, it should thanks. be your new catchphrase. All right. Yeah. Like when Until you're trying to get the next time, we got an ending. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 23 skidoo. 23 skidoo. We'll guys, see I, get, I, guys, I, I, I got to get out of here. 23 skidoo. <laughs> <laughs> Use it I think I did. It. I think you I did, did it, it. great. I I did it. it was great. Thank I would you. buy it. I love it. I'd buy oh. that for a dollar. <laughs> you got to get out of here and 23 skadoo. Oh my God. Matteo <laughs> says something that cracks me up and I'm laughing so hard and I'm like, 23 skadoo. Get out of here. Get out of town. <laughs> Wow. This was a great this was a great tangent. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I don't okay, I forgot where we where, where we are. Where, where okay. Well, because Jack oh, was we going have to just started. Yeah, Jack's going to learn <laughs> twenty three. It is the first thing we've <laughs> He's said learning the charm led to that whole thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're twenty seven minutes into this podcast and have not started the episode. I love it. Guys, it's twenty three. Okay, he's going with get this thing going. Madeline Wentworth has invited him to a 20s party. She's learning the Charleston. Chrissy comes in, starts doing it. She's doing the Charleston with him. She's got it right away. Uh, He's like, hey, you're pretty good at this. Then they get all flirty and like, let's do the couples version. Pulls her all close. Yeah. And and then they just stand there for a while. He doesn't know what to do next, apparently. And she's like, "Am, am I helping? And he's like, you're not hurting. You're not hurting. Oh, my God. Then, of course, they're just basically making out again. Yeah. yeah. That was a, that was a moment where they were just – he was just holding her and kissing yeah. on her. Also, I don't want to be rude or anything, but, like, the Charleston is not a difficult dance to no. pick up like that. No, no, no. Like, anybody who has to read a book – to try to learn to do the Charleston in ten is steps. never going to be able to do the Charleston. I'm sorry. Are there even right, ten well, steps? Well, where to else the is he supposed to learn it? 
on any YouTube. Come on! I've got a twenty-three skidoo with that. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> okay, so and then they pick it up very easily. Anyway, they start doing it, and then he like dips her, and he doesn't know what to do next. Mm-hmm. And then he says, "I can think of a." bunch of things or whatever but they're all the same thing and then they start playing grab ass and janet comes in all frantic because these guys you wouldn't believe what she she just ran into maxine devlin maxine devlin from 301 lives in apartment 301 confirming confirming that there is an apartment 301 a third floor there's a third floor right we have now confirmed yeah there's been reference to other apartments or other tenants but never like a specific Upstairs apartment. Right. Okay. And, uh, and Roper is raising her rent. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're, right. he's going to raise our rent. And they they decide they've they've got to... Uh, $75. They decide, yeah, it's going to be $75. They don't have that. They're stretching as much as, it, as much as, or as they can already. And uh, so they conclude... That Roper wants to be loved. He wants people to love him. That's what he really That's wants. That's what he really wants. So they should, like, butter him up and invite him to dinner. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, I will say, though, the psychological takedown by Jack of Mr. Roper was actually pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I think that is Mr. Roper's big hang-up, is yeah. that he yeah. he constantly needs validation yeah. Uh, because he's self-loathing. So I think Jack was actually right on the money with that strategy. However. Yeah, but come on. Yeah. This come on. 23 this, skidoo. This is why I relate to to Roper. Where'd Maddie why, go? I don't know. And don't we usually hear him when yeah. he's gone? Oh, I, I just need to grab a little child toy out of the refrigerator. Also, this this episode not sponsored by LaCroix. Um, but there's a, if anyone's listening, uh, we've mentioned your product eight times. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. Usually, that was crazy. I think, I think we must be getting the microphone from your computer or something. Yeah. We you couldn't just, hear you, you all the away. way to your fridge. What? Yeah. I mean, we could hear you. We could you, hear you, but, but it, it wasn't sounded like, like we were doing a Foley bit. Yeah. Where you were like walking away. Oh, you're right. Oh, and I can't change the device while recording. So mm-hmm. I'm using the mic on my computer, but the headphones in my ears That's is fine. working. Come on. Listen. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Tricky. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so okay. now the ropers. Right. The phone is ringing because Jack's calling. Stanley's mm-hmm. working on his books. His books. He's got paper spread out. He's got glasses on. Helen's working on her face. She's doing her eyebrows or something. And he says, "Can you get the phone?" And she says, "I'm, uh, you get it." And he said, "Or he says, I'm working on my books." And she says, "I'm working on my face." And he says, "Oh, your job's harder." And he mugs at the camera again. Matteo's oh favorite part. Oh my! When he did that, I wanted to punch him right in the face. I was so <laughs> mad because it's so that look that he gets that that shit eating grin. Uh-huh. I just hate it. He makes me so mad when he does it, and I'm like. 
what are we doing? Why are we breaking the fourth wall? This isn't even that funny a joke. It's like, <laughs> Hogan can't help himself. Like, if uh-uh. it's a soft joke, he's like, no, I'll land this flaming wreck. You watch me. <laughs> I like the match. It's all Hogan. It's all Hogan uh, every time. All and the crowd loved it. The uh-huh. applause break. What do I know? Yeah. Sell it. Yeah, it's working. It. Sell it. It's Mom working. Fell. So he gets the phone. It's Jack. He gets invited to dinner. Mm-hmm. Helen mm-hmm. says she'd be delighted. Right. And then he asks what they're serving. And Helen's like, you don't ask that, Stanley, when you're invited to dinner. And then he gets off the phone and she's like, what are they serving? Right. <laughs> Which is great. I love it. Because that would be my first question. <laughs> and they're serving. I, I don't of- mind it when Helen does it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's asking Stanley. Yeah, she's asking Stanley. But, uh, yeah, they're serving all of Stanley's favorite things. Lamb chops, mashed potatoes and peas, something else, and hot chocolate. Yeah. Salad. Salad. Was there a dessert, though? God, was that the saddest salad you've ever seen in your life? (gasps) I don't mean to fast forward. It wasn't just iceberg. (laughs) It was just white. it was a giant bowl of iceberg, and then it was store-bought Italian dressing. Oh, it sounds like my childhood. Exactly. It sounds like the salad you got, like, with the pizza after you won a soccer game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Gross, but also, mmm. Mm. Uh, flavor of the past. So they accept the invitation to go to dinner. To go or to, to dinner, come up for dinner, yeah. and uh, we find out during their uh, conversation that the apartment, because they talk about raising the rent. He's like, "This is what they're up to." I know yeah, what's he's going like, on. They know I'm going to raise the rent. Is what she they're said, doing? You're going to raise the rent on the kids. On the kids. And he says, "Well, you know, expenses are going up." So we find out that it's furnished. Furnished. And all and the utilities are included. Yeah, we didn't know that before. Yeah. Furnished. Furnished, furnished and all apartments. utilities, three hundred dollars. Wow. Pretty good. Pretty pretty good. <laughs> I mean it is a good deal, but like, man, that that explains why the furniture's so ugly. Yeah, it really <laughs> does. And so like piecemeal yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like to think that Stanley picked out every piece. You think so? Stanley was like, ah. I That's why he's so protective of it. Yeah. My furniture! What is that tiered, rounded corner piece? Mm. That white thing that the Shelf radio thing. sits on? The, the, the like wicker, wicker three corner thing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Can't find those very easily, I'll tell you that. No, I'm sure. Damn shame. Sure. It's a damn shame. So, okay, where are we? What's going on? Okay, so back at the apartment, Jack and Chrissy are setting the table. and With, like, beautiful ch- chairs that I don't know where they came from. Yeah. Like, I don't know where those uh, are from. Yeah, those upholstered, yeah. like, wooden upholstered chairs. Yeah. It's really weird that like, those appeared out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, is there storage in the building? Maybe. Maybe. <clears throat> 
Jack went and took him from the muck restaurant at the at the technical college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. probably that true. Right. <laughs> um, Janet comes back with groceries. And then she says She pulls two things out of that bag. Okay, that bag is tiny, first yeah. of all. But she says, some creep tried to carry this home for me. Yeah. And they say, and Chrissy says, what's wrong with that? And she said, his home. And she calls him a creep. And to me, that sounds like he was hitting on her and being a shitty guy. And then Jack goes into the kitchen, follows her, and he's he took it to mean that the guy tried to steal her groceries. And it's almost like they gave themselves a little something to do as actors uh-huh. Uh-huh. in this like brain dead scenario that's going on in this. It was yes. like for a minute, it was interesting. I was like, what's happening right what, now? What's the motivation? Yes. Why? And she, I totally agree. she has it on her face. She's like, he doesn't get what I'm talking about. They right. never address it. Yeah. It never comes up again. No. Yeah, I think that was just some business. I think so. That was just some business. It was interesting. They were doing. I was like, you should do that all I, the time. I, it's <laughs> weird moments like that where, like, you see the Matrix glitch, glitch. <laughs> <laughs> just the life, so a real life uh, moment just shown through. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, anyway, so Jack and Janet are in the kitchen, and oh yeah. Okay. They have their little discussion about, you know, what they're going to do, whatever. What? The Roper's coming up for dinner. So then they go out and, and Chrissy's on the phone. Right. And Chrissy's like talking to someone who's at the Regal Beagle. Mm-hmm. That's what we, we established with her. Oh, you're at the Regal Beagle. Well, we're right around the corner from there, she says. Right. I'm not sure if that part was on the Pluto TV or not. Yeah, it was. It was. It was? Okay. Yeah. There were a couple yeah. parts on the other one that I was like, they were just like little things Little snippets. Yeah. yeah. It was weird. Um, there must have been because after the Pluto TV uh, commercial break, the big one in the middle, like it came back at a weird spot. Hmm. Mm. We'll see. Okay. That's probably yeah. one yeah, of keep them. Keep going. Um, so it turns out, Chrissy's like, okay, she gets off the phone. And she tells Jack it was an old friend of his, an old Navy buddy. No, it was an old friend of his who wants to know if he was in the Navy. Right. And he was like, well, what did you say? And and she says, no, I said you were in the (laughs) kitchen. kitchen. Uh, (laughs) uh, Crowd loves it. Then Jack probably pretended to strangle her or something. Crowd loved that bit. That's their, that's their Chrissy, so stupid, so cute. <laughs> so stupid. Just want to pet her. <laughs> um, so. Okay. So then he's like, well, who is it? And she says, Jim Walsh. And oh, Jack. And all salad breaks loose. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all salad breaks loose. Because it turns out this Jim Walsh is one sour son of a bitch. It's just so (laughs) weird. Like, what kind of sense? What kind of person? It's so weird. Can you think of a Jim Walsh in your life? Just a person that no one likes? Why do we have to keep saying Jim Walsh? 
They must have said that word, <laughs> that, that name, a hundred times. I'm like, just is say he gonna, like, Is he going to be a regular? Jim, Mr. Walsh, Jimmy, <laughs> James? Anything. Anything. Jimmy, they Jim, were just Jim, like, Jim, Jim, Walsh Jim. is on his way over. What are we going to do about Jim Walsh? I don't know. I don't what know. But Jim Walsh is going to be here any minute. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my and God. We do. We'll be a wash in Jim Wash. Walsh. 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 <laughs> a wash in Jim Walsh. <laughs> <clears throat> there it is. Okay, so yeah. anyway, he's freaked out. She and he's like, Well, if he calls back again, mm-hmm. just tell him I'm not here or whatever. Whatever. And she's like, Well, he's not gonna call back. Because he's on his way. Oh my god. And he was just around the corner at the Regal Beagle. He's going to be there any minute. Oh, my God. And so knock on the door. And so are the Ropers, remember? The Ropers oh, are going to be, be there for dinner too. any minute. Now, finally, we've got some shenanigans. We got okay, finally, on we've the got table. some goddamn honest-to-goodness shenanigans going on. Here we go. <laughs> okay. So Jim Walsh arrives. And what do you know it? He's blind. Shenanigans. He's blind. Oh, my God. I call shenanigans. Any- How does he 23 skidoo anywhere with being blind? I don't know, but he we came right over. Yeah. He 23 skidoos later. Yeah, he does. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Ultimately. It's prolonged, but yeah. It is. Well, he's, he, oh, he forces I, his own. skidoos He forces his own propitious. Propitious <laughs> opportunity. Propitious opportunity for an exit. Uh, and then 23 skidoos on cue. Okay, so then. Okay, so what the hell were we talking about? We Jim Walsh. He comes in. <laughs> he's blind. He's like Jack, and he starts feeling his face and everything. He's like, "Yep, that's Jack," and he sucks him in the kisser. Socks him right in the kisser, just right out the of mush. the gate. Yeah, right in the mush. right in the puss. <laughs> right in the puss. And that's Getting when we go those. to commercial break. Commercial break. It's time we to have commercial a break. Wait, let's go back. Do should we? He's our Paddykins of the week. Yeah, Do we haven't even talked about, about our Paddykins this oh. week. <clears throat> because Mario, tell us about, about the Paddykins. Well, I got this week's Paddykins uh, was played by an actor named David Duke. Born June 6th, 1945 in San Francisco, California. He is an actor known for being in Gods and Monsters with Sir Ian uh-huh. Cohen. Um, and, and a lot of t- just smaller television parts. Although he did some acting around Los Angeles uh, live productions, like at the Marte Perform, like, like big plays, and was lauded for his acting abilities, though never really landed the sort of like iconic role, you know, like a regular on a TV show or, or gotten mm. uh, sort of like movie buzz or anything like that. So, uh, uh, but he, he died, uh, in the year 2000, um, relatively young and, um, you know, was working all the way up until his death. The last uh, thing that he didn't, <clears throat> uh, one of the last things that he did was, uh, he played a recurring character on Dawson's Creek. <gasps> oh my God. Had but friends on Dawson's Ali McBeal, Seventh Heaven, uh, and just all small parts. Um, 
doesn't really have, again, just that sort of breakout role that really ever got him into uh, true celebrity status. God, that seems to happen to every Paddykins. Poor Paddykins. <laughs> I wonder if it's a curse. I wonder if it's the curse of the Paddykins. Just goes to show, like, just how difficult acting is and how hard right? it is to get, like, gigs. And this is yeah. probably huge. Like, this is probably like, oh, my God, I'm on my way when they would get this, you yeah. know? And then that would... A thing like this? Yeah. Heck, yeah. Because it's a huge opportunity, but... Um, when Jeffrey Tambor's on his dead, third. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right. He's going to be like, this one's the one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, okay. now we can go to commercial No commercial break. But we weren't kidding. We do have a bag of Reese's eggs. Reese's, I just said. Reese's. Reese's. Just Reese's. It's just Reese apostrophe S. Reese's. They belong to Reese. Mm -hmm. They're Reese's eggs. Yeah. I mess it up every time. Reese's. Yeah. All right. No. No. Come on. How did we figure that out? It's Easter candy season. Yeah. What do you... I'm not a big Easter candy person. No? I like the the Reese's eggs. Yeah. That's about it? Pretty much. I'm not a big Cadbury egg person. Oh, I like those. I, you know, what else is there? I like... Peeps. Yeah, I don't like peeps. I don't really like peeps either. Who keeps eating peeps? They're so gross. Oh my god, five-year-olds love peeps. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they're just like, oh, sugar. They love them. Yeah. Man. I mean, it's sugar on sugar. Mm -hmm. Henry would probably eat the shit out of a peep. Yeah. (laughs) Um... I don't know. Easter candy season. I, I do like pastel m M&M. and Yeah. See, I like, <laughs> I like off brand chocolate. Like I don't like not Hershey's chocolate, uh-huh. anything like, okay. like Palmer's Cadbury, anything that's like not Hershey. And it seems like Easter is when you find a bunch of those other brands of chocolate. Like they're the, and I like them better than Hershey's. Mm. Oh, yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. Palmers, that's one I just pulled right out of my ass. I forgot that one. Well, there's that very famous Cadbury commercial with that little rabbit making the chicken sandwich. Right, right. Oh, yeah. People went crazy for that commercial. And it's like one of the most celebrated award-winning commercials. And it looked like an Apple commercial before there were Apple commercials. Because it was just that bunny in basically a white box. Iconic. Yep. Yeah. Minimalist. Modern. Changed the world. It did. It was one of those advertisements that absolutely, like, I don't even know that we'd still have Cadbury eggs if it hadn't been for that stupid commercial. Like, we were almost free of those gross little I mean, chocolate yuck yucks. Yeah. <laughs> even if that's the extent of its impact, it was gross devastating. Yuck yucks. They're delicious. What I do mean, you guys have against Cadbury eggs? 
they, 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 I don't want to be crass because I feel like we have a family show here. But when you bite into a Cadbury egg, mm-hmm. it's disgusting. <gasps> the whole thing. No, it's just no, marshmallow. Yeah. It's delicious. Oh. 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 oh, is that what you call it? Yeah. Yes, that is what you call it. <laughs> it's a marshmallow filling and it's delicious. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a bit, it's a bit viscous for me. It's a little jizzy surprise. Oh, Thank you. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it, but it surprises me in my mouth every Easter. That's because you guys aren't eating them correctly. You have to just like take it in. You gotta just like take. <laughs> no. You can't just be no. nibbling a, a Cadbury. <laughs> you can't nibble a Cadbury egg. Commercials. You can't we do were that. Good guys. You have to just like take a take it all in and just eat it. This level of humor is is in the Jim Walsh territory at this point. <laughs> Jim Walsh would. Guys, this may be beneath you, but it's above <laughs> me. I'm fine okay. with it. Um, I'm fine with Great it. commercial break. All right, fine. Are we back? I guess. Oh, God. Jack's just coming, too. He's on the ground. He's just been socked in the kisser, in the mush, in mm-hmm. the puss. By Jim Walsh, Jim the Walsh. blind Navy pal. We have to say it every time. We all have pal. to say it. Jim Walsh. Jim Walsh. So, uh, and Jim is happy as a clam. Yep. And why is don't he there? What, don't they call what Jim is wearing a, a, a Denver tuxedo? Is that what it's called? A Canadian tuxedo, I've sleeveless, heard. Sleeveless, though. Oh, is it Canadian tuxedo? Isn't he wearing is a vest? Sleeveless? Does he got a vest on? Is he wearing a vest or a jean jacket? Jean jacket over jeans. That's, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Tough. I wear that a lot, actually. That's a very common look for me. Yeah. What? But your jeans, yeah. your jeans and your jacket are not the same color. No. So it doesn't. They have to be the same color of stonewashed blue. Yeah, no, she has like a uh, like a blue jean jacket, but her pants are like uh-huh. black or gray. Black. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, jinx, get out of here. That's but I've worn it with, like, dark jeans as well. Yeah, but you don't look like Chuck Norris. Are you sure? Because every time I think I look like Chuck Just Norris, <laughs> I really think. You gotta stop. You gotta stop. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. That's ridiculous. I can't with you. That's not so dumb. Listen to me. Okay. Listen to me. That that is not the look. The look is that is that gross stone washed blue. Yeah. Right. Right. That's just been washed like eight hundred times. That's our That's pants, and yet it still has like a bright blue quality to it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. What's going on? Where? Are okay. We? I don't have he's no wearing, he's, I feel very vulnerable. Listen. He won't. He's. They're like. <laughs> Why don't you get out of here? And Jim Walsh is like, I'm not leaving until Jack. I ain't gonna 23 skidoo until Jack hits me in the kisser. <laughs> That's right. Until Jack socks me in the wazoo. Socks me in the wazoo, and then I'm gonna 23 skidoo. Uh-huh. But okay. what Girl. is this game he's playing? It's like yeah, what the small hell scale is this? jigsaw. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> like he's there's no point weird. to any of this, and he's like holding no. them hostage. Yeah, it's not even like there's like it's so uncomfortable. It's yeah. so uncomfortable. It's like it is like a home invasion episode, mm-hmm. and I'm like, 
what are we doing? Why is this so dark? I, I just didn't like it at all. The, uh, it was really creepy. It was kind of uncomfortable. And then and then totally them going on and having their dinner party. Yeah. Like Jack just continues to like just ignore him. Ignore him. Like, well, hold on. Oh, we're not there yet. No. Okay. But uh oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Damn it. Oh shit. Sorry. Um, no, that's all right. Uh, <laughs> it's bound to happen in my state. Um let's see. He won't leave until – yeah, that's why – okay, so did they – it could be that I missed it because I could have missed something. Okay. Right? I'm taking notes. Right? Who knows? I, I may have sure. missed a, a line or two yeah. here or there. Mm-hmm. Um, did they ever set up that like Jack and him had like some unresolved issue or just that Jim Walsh was an asshole and Jim- I got – Beat up by him a couple times. Or Jim Walsh is an asshole. And the last time Jack saw Jim Walsh, he said hello, and Jim Walsh punched him in the face. And they had a fight. And he ended up in sick bay for a week. And right. he was in sick bay the for a week. The whole reason Jim Walsh has come back is because he lost, he didn't get his stripes. And he thinks it's because Jack ratted him oh. out. So he's back to yeah. basically it, take yeah. vengeance on Jack. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was wondering why he was there. Yeah, that was his I was like, he just shows up, punches him, and then says, punch me. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically for revenge. Okay. Yeah, for his stripes. For not getting his stripes. What a yeah. great revenge plot. Okay. <laughs> so then the Ropers arrive. The Ropers arrive. They're ready for a nice meal. Right. They're seated. And, uh, well, they come in and they meet. They meet Jim Walsh. They meet Jim Walsh. And, uh, and then he says that he's, he's a Navy friend of Jack's. Uh-huh. And Stanley says, oh, I didn't know they let people like Jack in the Navy. Uh-huh. And he says, people like what? And Jim Walsh says, people like what? And then. Yeah. And then Mrs. Roper describes the stupid, stupid, stupid thing he's doing. And you were absolutely right. She says he's got one hand on one hip and the other hand is tinkling. Uh Tinkling. Tinkling. It's exactly right. Yeah. Tinkle, tinkle. I did not know that that's where that whole phrase came from. Tinkling. Tinkling. Yeah. Tinkerbell. Sure. Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. And, uh, oh, and yeah, there's and, and a little, so, there's a line here Jim that's Walsh, cut out. Yes. Okay. Yeah. There is. Yes. I think so. Cause like right then, uh, it, it cut, it cut this just like two lines out for some reason. It so cuts he right said, there to she, something else in the, yeah. In the, she describes version. it and then it cuts. But in the other version, she describes it and then he says, well, la dee da to Stanley. And Stanley says, not me, Jack. Yeah. And that didn't oh, happen. Yeah. And that Pluto doesn't happen TV. in the Pluto version. No, I did not see that. So yeah. then, Although it doesn't add that much. No. But, no. But then Jack comes out and goes to the kitchen, comes out of his room maybe, goes to the kitchen, and uh, – and the girls go over and try to get rid of Jim Walsh. Jim Walsh. I can say that. I know that. Part. Yeah. And uh, trying try to get him to 23 Skidoo. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're like, listen, uh-huh. you got a 23 Skidoo, man. 
Yeah. You don't belong yeah. here. This is as propitious a time as it's going to be. Yeah. You're not going to get a propitious opportunity like this again. 23 could do, buddy. And uh, he's like, uh-uh, I'm not going anywhere. He says, you broads really look out for him, don't you? <gasps> They're not broads. They're ladies. And he goes, oh, you ladies. Ladies. <laughs> so weird. And then he goes to put his arm around him and they duck. He goes to put his arm around him after he finds out that they're roommates with Jack, yeah. meaning they oh, must all do it. Wink, wink. Yeah. So then he thinks, Honestly, well, I, I thought, must be able to do it with them too then. Yeah. Yeah. I thought for sure that he was going to say, they were going to tell him that Jack was gay and that he was not going to punch him or want to be punched by him after that. Yeah, like he'd Am be I like, never apologize. mind, you don't need to punch me now kind of a thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, and 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 he's been apologized for hitting him in the first place, but no, we didn't get any such break. <laughs> Real loud on there. <laughs> Wait, was Cheeks was Cheeks opening up a sad package? Or something? It's a it's a recent thing. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> it's like right next to the computer. I didn't, but it's microphone. so funny she did it right next to the mic. I, I don't know where the microphone is on this thing. I thought it was up there. I didn't know. It sounded like a hurricane. I was like, what is happening? I was like, oh, I had man. no idea. Oh, man. Because I just saw the top of your head and like your fingers and hands doing some kind of business, <laughs> but under the camera, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Okay, so. Delicious. The girls go to the kitchen where Jack is, mm-hmm. and they start like, "What are we going to do about this?" Blah blah blah. About and Jim Walsh. Jim visits with the Ropers out at the table, and uh, and he and we find out that, and and Roper asks him how he lost his sight. He's like asking him as if it was in the, it was it in Vietnam, something like mm-hmm. that. And he says, "No, uh, I can't remember." what state Arkansas or something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. But anyway, he, he said it's only temporary and it'll come back. Right. And, uh, he said, Which I thought was a weird thing to just also put into this character. Yeah. It gives, it absolves Jack of punching a blind man, I guess. I guess. I guess. And, uh, and, uh, Roper says, I bet I, I bet you can't wish to see us all. I bet you can't wait to see us all. And he says, you lose. <laughs> what was so that? Weird. He loses that bet. Yeah, he lost, he lost the bet. He can't wait to see him. He doesn't want to see I these losers. He can't wait to see us all. Yeah, that's a wait, what was great that? thing to say. Oh, shoot. I have like a half of a memory of the story and I can't remember the whole thing, so I should probably not tell it. If the rest of About it comes what? to you, will it come to you? It might come to me. Them? It might come to me if you just, just keep talking and then I'll oh, remember okay. it. So, uh, <laughs> I just don't want to. Okay. Go ahead. Back in the kitchen, the kids are all uh, preparing the lamb chops and he's like, what if he's like he's blind, right? What if I just I'll be really quiet and you tell him that I'm gonna leave or that I've oh, gone, yeah. that I've left. And Jim Walsh is coming through the door right then and <clears throat> hears it. He's like, It won't work. And he says, and Jack turns to Christy and says, Why not? 
<laughs> as if it was Chrissy. As if it was Chrissy. That was great. Come Just on. Just for a second. <laughs> That's hilarious. Chrissy and her deep manly yeah. voice. Um, and uh, so then – let's see. So then they're like, okay, this is our new strategy. Mm-hmm. Just ignore it. Yeah, just we're just going to pretend like this this blind man who's interrupting our dinner isn't here. And he's continuously uh, taking drinks from a bottle of booze yeah. that he's got, that in, he's his got in his pocket. Yeah, he's not an unthreatening character. Mm-mm. He looks no. like one of the gang in Death Wish Three. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think it softened it that that he was blind, and it also explains why he can't move like freely around the apartment to, you know, ba- basically like torture and abuse Jack. But yeah, it was just so I don't know. This was really uncomfortable, especially this this moment when they're pretending like what's happening isn't happening, and the Ropers just kind of go along with it. Like, yeah, it's and yet so they're weird. kind of being held hostage all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did not care for this. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. I'm telling you, I'm, this is where I started to, you know, lose some dominomini booze. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, Start so down. Jim's like, you're going to be sorry if you try to ignore me. And he's like, okay. So he goes out, he sits down at the table. You got to call him Jim Walsh. Jim Walsh sits down at the table <laughs> and... Uh, he starts uh, talking to Roper, and then he, uh, when when Chrissy's or no Janet comes over with the bottle of wine, says, "Mr. Roper, I got here." Yeah. He's like, "My favorite wine," and she he uns- she unscrews the cap uh-huh. and he sniffs it, which it has been revealed already <laughs> that this is an eighty nine cent bottle of wine. Yeah, yes the good stuff he's just taking in the bouquet yeah. he loves it i was dead i was dead was so and um and then so oh so jim walsh uh takes the bottle it's like let me pour your wine mm. he pours it all over Stanley. i thought he was gonna do a young frankenstein gene hackman bit but yeah. he didn't do that and then he's like oh what are you eating and he it's like lamb chops. He's like, oh, I hate him. And he throws his food. He throws Stanley's goddamn lamb chops. And that made me really upset because I love lamb chops. Yeah. And it really bothered me. But I, I love that Jack says, um, ignore this. It isn't happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It isn't happening. It isn't happening. This is not happening. <laughs> and, uh, and then he's like, "Well, let me, let me see if I can find you another lamb chop." And he and Jim Walsh gets up from the table and starts uh-huh. swinging his cane around, breaks the new goddamn lamp, the new lamp that just appeared this episode. Yes. Breaks. This is when it starts to really go off the rails for me because I'm I'm taken out of the comedy, and, and I'm oh. and I'm just concerned for these really nice people that this like terrorist is in their house. Yeah. Now we're just yeah. in a place of fear. Agree. I did not care for this, especially when he was in the girls' room. I knew it was all going to work out. You did. Yeah, I stayed pretty. I stayed pretty <laughs> upbeat during the whole affair because I didn't think it was going to take like a like it was going to be the strangers suddenly. It felt like, like the strangers to me. I didn't think that Thank would you. happen. I don't know. I thought it was going to be like tonight on a very special. <laughs> They're all dead. I th- yes, and it's just like boom boom. 
like the heartbeat yes. drums, boom, boom, the black and white. Oh my God. Boom, boom. Somebody looks over their shoulder, wide eyed. Like this is like what's happening <laughs> in this very special episode <laughs> of Three's Company right now. And I did not care for it at all. Ugh. I was not prepared. He goes and he breaks the the three corner whatever the, the wicker three corner shelf, grabs it and throws it onto the ground. Like, like it's not one of the most iconic pieces of furniture in sitcom history, yeah. and it is. Yeah, and then, then. he proceeds to say he's like i'm gonna go into the kitchen and find some more lamb chops but then he goes into the girl's bedroom which is made entirely entirely of glass apparently and he just shatters everything what you don't what you don't know is that they're actually running a china shop yeah Yeah. or it's Uh, they've got all of that like art deco mirrored furniture That's what their entire bedroom. Import export. (laughs) He's like a bull in a china closet in there. Honey, (laughs) don't make fun of me. (laughs) A bull in a china closet. Okay. Um, Okay. So finally, he comes out, and Stanley's like, you know what, Jack? You know what you could do for me? You know what? Hit him. Just hit this guy. Fucking hit him. Right. Hit this motherfucker. And then <laughs> Janet co- goes and sees what he's done to her room. She comes out and she's like, hit him. Hit him. Shatter. And then Mrs. Roper's like, oh, no, don't do that. And he says, keep your big nose out of it. Your, your fat nose. Fat, big fat nose. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. what it is? And she goes, hit him. She gives hit the best him. hit him. Yeah. She kills it. Mm-hmm. And Helen's then, and Helen's then, the best. And then damn Chrissy, what? Chrissy, oh, because he ripped the stuff out of her, her teddy, bear. teddy bear. Hit him, Jack. Hit him. Is Chrissy four years old? Yes, I'm four years old, Jack. Man. She's been completely infantilized. <sighs> and so Jack goes over to hit him. Mm-hmm. And he says, all right, just tell me when it's coming. He says, it's going to be a right cross, and it's coming right now. But then. Oh, he blocks it and oh, right in the kisser again. Right in the puss. Right in the mush. Gets Jack right in the goddamn face again. Yep. Okay, this I didn't see coming, but also uh, I'm, I'm not rooting for anybody at this no. point. Like, this is just so uncomfortable. Yeah. And I like, just want this man I out just, of the apartment. That's all I want. Me too. Uh, and just, uh, I was getting really like, we got a, we got a 23 skidoo. We got, we've got just, to just come on. There's always, there's so much just, threat of violence, even in the lighthearted sitcoms yeah. of the seventies. I was like, this you is know, the world I grew up in where, you know, I was yeah. I, like, people are out to get me. And there's always going to, like, I just, I assumed, because it was like that in childhood, too, that it, it felt that way. It, yeah. Your, your right. fights and shit. But uh, it just, TV just showed us that, like, you are going to get in some fist fights every now and then. <clears throat> oh, man. Oh, 
I think that's a pressure that maybe straight boys feel. Yeah, like, I, knew I for was sure, just going like, to say, I'm, I'm not doing any of that. Everybody can just fight like at the bar. I'm not going to go to a bar if that's what they do. That's, that's what they always did at every bar yeah. that I saw on television. That's what I did. I just didn't I go. Yeah. If I just didn't skedaddle. have a life. <gasps> skedaddle. Yeah. Skedaddle. Finds its root in skedoo. Let's 23 skedoo. Let's skedaddle. Yep. Right. Yeah. That's why skedaddle means leave. It's the it's the evolution of skedoo. Skedaddle. The evolution of skedoo. Now that's a good name for a book. Well, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> It turns on one plot point. At some point, someone says, skedaddle. Oh I don't know if we can do a whole book on that topic. It. It's one of those out. obscure titles that has nothing really to do with the book. No. Yeah. It's just a feeling that it gives. It mm-hmm. matches the book. Matches the tone of yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. One day, you know, when I write my 11th book, I'll be like, oh my God. This one is the evolution of Skidoo. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I love it. It'll happen someday. Your 11th. My 11th. Okay. Right, so Jack gets clocked. Right. Yeah. Um, Does the Wubba Wubba dance and with Janet. Jim Walsh, 23 Skidoos. Finally. He says. Oh, yeah. They're like, hey, you hit him again. He said, serves him right trying to hit a blind man. Ba-doom. Ba-doom. 23 Skidoo. 23 skidoo right the fuck out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Walsh. God. <laughs> and Roper's like, you know what? Um, let's go home and get the peanut butter out because yeah. I'm hungry. Yeah, okay. And they're like, oh, no, you can't go. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to raise your rent. No. You're going to have a hard enough time paying for all my furniture. Ha, ha, ha. All that glass <laughs> furniture. Yeah. Yeah. And then they all end up like little ostriches with their heads in the yeah, sand. Which I thought their... was very absurdly cute. I yeah. thought it was like absurd was. and funny and weird. Yeah. And it was like how a great sketch would end. Mm-hmm. So I kind of liked it. And then there's a tag scene. Yeah. And Chrissy's <laughs> on the couch. And Janet is set in the bathroom and she's like, I hate zits. Oh, zits are the worst. Splotch stuff on her face. Splotch, splotch. Yeah, she comes out. She's got all these white dots of stuff on her. Meanwhile, she's like completely flawless. Right, of course. Oh, my God. And uh, I mean, Joyce DeWitt has such gorgeous skin. Yeah. Yeah. She's got so many zits. Yeah. You guys wouldn't believe it. Yeah, she had like tens of at least <laughs> so many. It looked like she got attacked by mosquitoes. Um, um, and Jack returns from his twenties party, which he's attended with Madeline Wentworth. You might remember what a costume! What a costume what? Jack had. He's got a fur. I overcoat. forget what that kind of hat's called, but he was wearing that flat. It's. It's not a fur coat. It's actually a, rac- a, a, a raccoon yeah. coat is what was popular at the time. What um, is that hat called? These coats were... Pre- D- raccoons oh, don't have fur. Uh, I mean, what? That's, that's a bowler hat. The is one that he a was bowler wearing? hat? I thought it was like a... I can't picture his hat now. 
Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about the picture I'm looking at on Wikipedia. <laughs> no, um, you could not see that. How would you know that? No. The raccoon coat is a full-length fur coat made of raccoon pelts, which became a fashion fad during the 1920s. Such coats were particularly popular with male college students in the middle and later years of the decade. Reportedly, they became popular due to the stories of Davy Crockett and popular artist James Vanderzee. George Olson and his music released a recording highlighting the fad in 1928 titled Doing the Raccoon. Doing the Raccoon. So raccoons were very, raccoon coats were very popular amongst college age boys. I want to bring back Doing the Raccoon. Is that it? Is it a pork pie hat that he's wearing? Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, that thing. Is that what that's That's the kind of hat that, that, that Dick Van Dyke was wearing in Mary Poppins, which also yeah. takes place at that same time. Well, then time. that feels right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, anyway, yeah, anyway. he's got okay. He's got a great costume. Yeah, his hair is parted down the middle. He's, yeah, he's coming twenties, and he can't he can't handle being at the party because Madeline Wentworth <sighs> is Madeline kissing Wentworth. him too much. Yeah, <sighs> kissing him all over, up and down. Chrissy's like, what's wrong with that? Yeah. And then he says, uh, well, if you've been punched in the mouth twice. Oh. And then they start being, oh, really? <laughs> and start kissing on him. And then they, and then they all just, they start make out. making they just out all make again. Out. Yeah, because if you think about where the scene ends, like it ends there. But in real life, what is happening? Where does it go? <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> Everything that Mr. Roper was afraid was going to happen uh-huh. is happening, it's all happening. right yeah. now. Uh, I don't understand. You're down. right. Like, were that to continue in real life, what is happening? Yeah. Uh, Who gets naked first? That's what I'd like Jack, to know. And it's like, Jack. It's, it's, yeah. I don't know anymore. Jinx. You don't think? You don't think it's Jack? Listen, those girls are excited about. <laughs> the opportunity to kiss they him are. just as much as he is. the whole thing the whole thing is just like guys what are we doing what is what happening are we doing? what is happening <laughs> oh my god okay this turns into <laughs> the, the the fantasy this it's not three's company porn parody it does like you're for a second there you're just like ha 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 ho ho that's what happens at the end yeah yeah I will say that I did like Janet's purple outfit in this episode. I thought she looked great, purple but outfit. minus points for that disgusting, I don't even know what you would call it, but it looks like, it looks like the top of a My Little Pony. Hmm. What? It has the quality of a shaggy mane. Oh. Oh, okay, yes. Now, I don't remember her purple outfit, though. It's the one that she's wearing. It's got, it's it's the little, it, it goes below her shoulders. Hmm. Oh, it's like floral. Is it like kind of floral? Yes. And then she has like a necktie situation going on. This is the dress that she was wearing that, that, was it was um, cut off right above her? Yeah, head. and the, but she had like a ribbon around her neck. Did, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. uh huh, exactly. All right. 
I thought I thought that outfit was really cute. I thought she looked really yeah, great. Yeah, that was cute. That was um, cute. Yeah. But the hair was a mess for me. Oh, it's always a mess. What are they going to do? When are we going to get our Janet Probably next we want? season. Next season? Maybe. I don't know, but maybe. I don't know either. Maybe. God. When's Joan Jett, 80s rocker, chick? I mean, we're, I we're I still know, a few months from my birth. I mean, we're still in the late 70s. Chrissy's, Chrissy's hair right now, like her hair right now uh-huh. in these episodes is my like dream yeah. hair. I love Yeah, this is the iconic Chrissy hair. I feel like this hair should have been as big as the Rachel. Yeah, I think it would have been, except that no one could achieve it. Hmm. Everyone tried. Like everyone had combs in trying for the body and volume. Exactly. There's like a structure under there that it's all pinned to. There's no other explanation. You can't do that with hairspray and a blow dryer. No, but everyone was trying. Everyone was trying. I tried. Yeah, I remember my mom trying on me. Well, guys, I think it's about that time that I reach down deep into my my little velvet black sack. <gasps> oh, the sack. Pull out those two crystal orbs that I refer to as Madame Matilda's crystal balls. Madame Matilda's crystal balls. Crystal balls. <laughs> okay, next right, week's right. episode, uh-huh. as far as I can tell, yep. is Will the Real Jack Tripper <gasps> Ellipses? Ellipses. No, no, no. Really? That's the name of the episode? Will the Real Jack Tripper dot dot Yes. Which, you know, would well, be a reference to that game show what's your line right yeah 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 what's your line and then they and then will the real jack tripper please stand up so right. oh my maybe God. that's maybe that's the full title it's just all i could see on every source that i found i know so. i think that's the name of it yeah i think that's the name of the episode well the real jack tripper dot 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 okay this is annoying because like i feel like this is a very poorly conceived title Already, like it's just problematic, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna say that Jack is the victim of identity theft. Um, <laughs> uh, no, that was not a thing in 1978. No, no, okay. Wait, let me reach back into my, my velvety black sack, uh, jiggling my new balls, balls around. New okay, clink, clink, new balls. Um, okay, um, Larry has to pretend he's Jack. When a bill collector comes and the kids can't hand him a check. Uh, yeah. But when they find out that the bill collector was actually uh, somebody with, with, a, with an award, like, uh, like a, <laughs> a prize check, uh, Larry can't get the check because he doesn't have the ID and, and the real Jack Tripper has to come and pick up the prize. This is terrible. No, this wow. is great. Can we, can we also – can we just ma- – there's going to be a big check. Can we just make sure that's in there? Yes. Okay. Big <laughs> check. Yeah. Gonna be a big check. Oh, guys, this was a bad week for predictions. I don't, I don't know. know. It makes I no sense. That's why I, I hate this title. He can't get it because he's not Jack Tripper. Right. Larry doesn't have the, doesn't right, have the idea. right idea. Uh, the ID. 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 <laughs> right. Sorry. Yeah, I, I heard it. I heard it. I had it correct, just not out my mouth. Mm. Right, got it. Oh my god! 
<laughs> he's writing it all down. That's I'm the not, whole problem right now. Oh my god! Just enough so I know what I'm talking about. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, great. It's great. I love the enthusiasm. Okay. I just okay. don't want to get it wrong. I don't want to misrepresent your predictions. Right. It's thank you. That's so nice. Keeps me up at night. Um now I gotta say, all in all, I would give this episode I'm I'm gonna give it not as bad two two and a half dominomini boos out of five. Which I think is generous. I think it should get two and a quarter dominomini booze, but I my system only goes by halves. I I I'm giving it three dominomini booze because I like a good home invasion thriller. Now see, I want to mm. give it three dominomini booze because of shenanigans. Yeah. Like so much shenanigans, and I love that. But the whole home invasion portion makes me knock it down to two and three quarter stars. Mm. Yes, knock it down. That is a good call. I'm wondering if the shenanigans will ever be warranted. No, because especially like in this one, like we, like in almost every one of them, you could just be like. Oh, just tell the Ropers this crazy fucking guy came over here. We don't know how to get rid of him, and he's wanting Jack to hit him. You know, why are we going through this charade with them? Like, acting like it's normal, you know? Because they're on a TV show, and this is the world we're in. I'm just saying. Will the writing ever get better? I would say it's the time. I would say it's the time, too, because... People were very concerned with appearances and presentation. Mm-hmm. I mean, life was a lot more civil then. People were very, very civilized it still seems in the 70s. more civil to me to address the issue rather than pretend it's not happening and let it. Uh, well, be civility is about pretending you're not crazy. And I think that's all. Pretending they're not crazy, yeah. though? No, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I mean them, come like, on. I was like, just be yeah. straight up with the Ropers. We could solve this problem in five seconds. I mean, they kind of were. They kind of were just there like, hasn't been a, like, and then they were like, yeah, hit him. Like, they kind of They kind of, yeah, they kind of clued in. Even Stanley was like, give this guy what he wants. I just, like, feel like everything about this episode had no, uh, no thrust to it. <laughs> like, there was no reason for any of it to happen. Mm, which, yeah, which, when I you know. think about it, is the essential episode. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> You were so generous, Thank Chase. Thank you. I love your propitiation. Oh, I'm so propitious. <laughs> For Sinificus. Oh, Matteo, before we go, we had something we were yeah. going to run past you. What was it? Oh. We were thinking about, because um, this seemed like this might be the right venue. And to find out, you know, what your thoughts were obviously yeah. um people you know we use the term uh gay in a derogatory manner mm-hmm. and i was like why didn't we ever just use it the other way mm. like why didn't we just instead of letting that happen why didn't we just be like you know oh hey man you want a cold drink Oh, gay, yeah, thanks. Oh, that's so gay, man. You know, like, 
Like, why was it not ever why was that it, way? Yeah, why didn't okay. we just take it back like that to where it was, like, the best thing ever? It could have replaced awesome, think, cool, you know? I think, I, think, I think the positive, oh, okay, became okay. I think that was the evolution of okay. Oh. Oh, let's go with that. Let's go with that. <laughs> so really, every time something is awesome, you're like, okay. Okay. It it's comes from, from the root. Oh, okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Linguistics. That's the world I'm going to choose. That's <laughs> how linguistics work. Ta-da. Let's write another book, The Evolution of okay. I had no idea you were an entomologist. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a it's a it's a passing fancy for me, but uh, a fancy nonetheless that I indulge in sometimes, <laughs> as one does when one lives in Fresno. Ah, uh, Fresno, uh, beautiful Fresno. this time of year. Well, and now's the time on the episode where we twenty three skidoo, twenty three skidoo, oh. right? I mean, we could, Is that we could, how we say it? That's it. Just be it. That was it. Yeah. That was it. That was yeah. awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or that could have been it. Face.